the time has come. Execute order 66. This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, are, do you want us to not talk about WandaVision? Um, we could talk about the last episode, because I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts. I mean, you talked about it a little bit last time. Yeah, and nothing to talk uh, about after today's episode. Yeah, no. It was... <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm on top of shit, you know? I don't think I get... They don't Normally, I don't get, like, the rug pulled out from under me. Usually, I see shit coming, or I'm like, oh, okay, that happened, that makes sense. They fucking got me. I never would have thought that... Oh shit! Like I, 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 uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a ton on the internet, I guess, these days, or like I am, but not looking at the same kind of things I was looking at back in the days when we were on the thread. Yeah, our uh, porn, our porn knowledge changes as as we grow older and more mature. What? What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you discover things that you like. Um, no, uh, so like. I haven't followed any of really anything, um, particularly WandaVision, but like Marvel in general. Um, and like, I've been enjoying WandaVision so far. The, I haven't seen any spoilers or anything, which is good. Cause I hear this episode is kind of wacky. Um, but I mean the previous episode, I was kind of like bummed that they sort of, gave up ish on the, you know, complete Lynchian weirdness that they were doing. Um, not gave up on, but like, like, like four episodes in, they already are like, this is what's happening. Even though I'm sure that's not entirely true. Well, I think it was a, it's like a happy medium where I think a big studio would never be like, Oh yeah, you can totally just keep doing this weird shit. Eventually, they're like, yeah. okay, you can do this, but only this far. Like, you gotta meet... And the, honestly, I, I'm okay with that, because I think that if it was too weird, it would really be like, uh, they're just they're doing weird to be weird now. <laughs> Plus, I, I kind of like feel a, like you needed that episode for this episode. For I sure. think so, too. I, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think... I think like, it's not even that I disliked it or anything. I think maybe... Like, obviously, they're making this show to fit into the canon and to achieve some kind of goal, right? Uh, which isn't necessarily what I personally want from a weird-ass, you know, Scarlet Witch and Vision show, which is, like, this completely bananas alternate reality strangeness. And so, like, I get, I understand the the sort of motivation to, like, lean into tying it into the canon uh, and like tying into it to all the other stuff, um, and like as as you said, Billy, like finding a happy medium to be like this is the point where we're gonna re- we're gonna reveal more or less what's going on. I get it. I just I was like, oh, that was soon. I was expecting that to be like a season finale kind of thing almost. Um, I think the season think finale that... is gonna be Doctor Strange too. Oh, using your made up names. Yeah. 
Do you mean like we'll we'll have to wait until it comes out, or they're gonna be like, yeah? Guess it. what, everybody? <laughs> Doctor Strange two straight to Disney Plus. We've already <laughs> shot it. <laughs> Next week on Wandavision, Doctor Strange two. Um, yeah, you know, I think also because this is not it's not only the first season. Assuming they do more, it's also the first show that they've done like this for Marvel on Disney Plus. So exactly. I think you know they. Honestly, I'm surprised they're able to go as unsafe of a route as they have so far without, you know, too much, I hope, interference. Uh, I think if they do a second season of this, depending on how it, how it turns out, it would probably be a lot weirder. Uh, I think they'll be able to go even further. Right. But they do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes that makes sense. Um, yeah. But it's fun in, though, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to watch the episode. Uh, yeah, well, that's great. We wished you were excited enough to watch it before right now. <laughs> um, I tried. All right. Uh, uh sure. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not entirely my. Well, you're catching all the blame. Um, okay, I um, so I immediately got on Facebook this morning to post my reaction, and saw Dak had posted his like minutes ago. And so I immediately messaged him on Facebook and on Facebook Messenger, and we legit had like a thirty-minute conversation about uh, the end of the episode uh, nice. this morning at like four o'clock my time in the morning. That's so funny. It was awesome. It's cool. Like I, I find it really, really lovely that like this, this is the show that's sort of like reigniting i mean i guess we haven't really had anything anything marvel or like in this in this universe that's exciting and what Uh, we would have only have had black widow right nothing else has been pushed uh no they were supposed to have three movies out last year and what was all supposed to be out black widow black widow i was it eternals i think eternals was supposed to come out and uh oh what was the other one there's a third I i thought there was a third I, I, hmm. actually, I um, but yeah, it's definitely been a nice, um, a nice return to the Marvel universe. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of happy that uh, you know there ha- that that you know I mean not that COVID happened that's awful, but I mean that, <laughs> that that pause in Marvel happened because as much as I love it. It's kind of it's. I think it's good to have that. It's break. been refreshing. Uh, yeah, because I mean, that's a. They went on with multiple things for some years, like a decade. They had at least something come out. Uh, yeah. And eventually, that was. I mean, eventually, that was just going to run its course. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I didn't realize how fatigued I was. Until, like, this came out and I was thinking, man, I kind of like that we didn't have anything for a full year of, like, yeah. you know, Marvel stuff. Because, like, I feel like I I kind of needed this break to kind of, like, reset. Because, like, the whole first four phases of the MCU and the way it ended was just... You know, I think, like I said, I think you needed this sort of decompression time. Yeah. Well, the, the, like, they they can't make another Iron Man, right? Like, 
like forever and always whenever marvel makes a movie now like you're going to not that you have to know or have seen the other movies to enjoy the whatever new movie but like if you don't if you're not like a super hyper nerd you're gonna miss things or at least on the inverse like having watched the other things and like knowing all the little easter eggs and whatever you're going to enjoy it more i guess yeah you're um, just gonna have well it's like for all of the people who are watching the mandalorian though like if you're like you you might enjoy it whereas like me i'm picking up on the very tiny details because of yeah. like the huge like right? huge nerd i am yeah well clone wars yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh rebels and like just the star right. wars universe like the fact that like when they even said uh, the um, HK droid, just the fact that they even, you know, use Hunter Killer droid, you're just like, you're instantly like Knights of the Old Republic. Right, right, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it definitely provides a richer tapestry if you have, have watched everything. But um, I think... I like I think there are like Eternals, there'll be definitely some things you don't need to have had to watch everything. Yeah, yeah totally. I I guess what I mean is like is like there's this at least maybe maybe I'm overthinking it, but like there's there's going to perpetually be this like pressure to like not necessarily to have seen the movies, but like we're all we've all grown up on the internet like dreaming of a marvel universe that that was like this a movie universe that was like this so like you know i like i guess after endgame there is theoretically this this uh potential for a restart ish to um to be able to like make a new movie that doesn't tie in in a thousand different ways or, or whatever, but you're always going to have like those cute little Easter eggs that, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I've kind of lost my point. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you'd watched this episode, I wonder what that point would have been. Um, but we can move on. Uh, <laughs> cause Hey, there's so much like, it, it's hard to say Brandon with until you watch this episode. Like there's so much, more that we need to be talking about. Um, I'm sorry. I, really... I, I don't want to hear it, Brandon. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. Besides, you came on here so we could shit on Star Wars. That's True. the main reason. And I just want to make this clear. We're, we're going to start talking about that right now. Because last time I had somebody on here to talk about something. And we didn't get to it for a whole hour. It was a big ordeal. It was a big ordeal. I didn't actually yeah, yeah, care. Yeah, I just wanted to point it out. If I, every time I point something out, it's like, oh, my ability so good and upset. Uh, uh, because I I made an, a fucking observation. Well, you know how dad's observations are. It always comes with two weeks punishment. <laughs> it was a great episode, though. It was, it was, it was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, la- yeah, last week's was great, but this week's. Yeah. Oh, um, happen again? Do you think? Do you think anybody that, that listens to us? I, I mean, I, I, I was gonna say fans, but that's no. 
do you think any of our friends that listen to us, or anyone that listens, were really looking forward to hearing what we thought about this episode of WandaVision? <laughs> yes. I actually have like, I actually have an email <laughs> from Dak that says, What did you guys think of specifically episode five of WandaVision? I mean I can I can get out <laughs> No no no, you're fine. You were, hey, you came on here to talk about the uh, the Fallen Order, and that's what we're going to talk about. When we're done recording, I kind of want to like hop on Disney Plus and watch it again with Brandon, like because I'd like to. <laughs> I can't. Uh, that's funny. I mean, that would be great. I can't though. Uh, yeah, you understand, Billy. You understand. Oh yeah, I'm not an asshole like some people. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. Yeah, I've I've been playing this really bad game, and I'm kind of obsessed with it, which is frustrating. Wait, Uh, so it's bad, but you keep playing it? uh, Yeah, I don't know why. It's it's like it's. I mean, it's not. It's not. Well, all right. First off, (laughs) do you like that style of game? This Dark Souls, where it's all about perfect parries and stuff like this. I haven't really played many of them. I would say, like, the closest I've gotten to playing a Dark Souls-esque game was, um, fucking, uh, what's that game where you're playing, like, the Horseman of the Apocalypse? Darksiders? Darksiders. So the newest one, the newest one is also Dark Souls-y. Um, but it's a bit, it's a, uh, it's it's still kind of button mashy and and like but it's it is uh, it does take a lot from Dark Souls uh, but beyond that I haven't really like I like the style of game of like like precision and whatever uh, and like knowing um, yeah like like getting good at a game based on more or less the rhythm of the game rather than like uh like sharp reflexes and whatever like like you don't need to be you just need to be good at these kinds of games not a good gamer if that makes sense um and like seeing patterns in things and whatever is kind of like how my brain works anyway um so yeah I think the more that games have evolved over the years, you know, there definitely used to be a time where it's like, oh, I play video games, and now you can be a lot more specific because I personally, I don't think I can play those games. I, I get impatient very quickly with them. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, like I. But then there are people that like they can't, you know, they prefer just like sports games or they prefer just like yeah. shooters. It's, yeah, like I, I can't really play like Twitch shooters anymore. Like I especially not online um but like like i'll play destiny now now and again uh and that's fun but rarely if ever competitively um competitively meaning like with other people not like uh you know um but yeah so like like i i i would would not enjoy myself playing like you know overwatch or whatever the uh, like Fortnite or things like I just don't care to like play it for three hours a night for a month in order to get good, you know? Yeah. Um, 
whereas like Dark Souls and those sorts of games, it's all about like recognizing an enemy and how it attacks you, and then you know modifying your play style to like uh, attack them back. I guess. Um, so yeah, short answer: No, I've never played a Dark Souls game. Although like I've watched plenty of videos of like Bloodborne and stuff. It's a cool kind of game. I just never really had much experience with them. Yeah, I don't like that sort of gameplay. Um, I tried playing, I think, the first one on whatever. <clears throat> I don't remember. I think it was I, on PlayStation originally. Yeah. I, th- I remember trying it once and just like it not being really um, what I was interested in. Um, so. Um, I ultimately didn't like that aspect of it and turned the game to like the easiest setting just so I could do the story. Cause I didn't, I, I didn't care about, uh, like, like the perfect parry and how, like how you have to like play if you really want to like, you know what I mean? For like, Star Wars? Like yeah, for this for one? The, yeah. For this Fallen Order one. Yeah, I, like I'm all I'm playing it on easy too. Uh, yeah. uh, and what I love is like they don't like you can still earn achievements and stuff even if it's on easy. Like I know I don't know if there's many games that still kind of punish you of like if you want to play it casually you don't get the achievements. Um, uh, maybe that's for the most part. I because I usually play on easy because I'm mainly interested in a game's story. Like that's what exactly I, yeah same. I care about and. I get achievements or trophies or whatever. Usually I think what all they do is when you get to the end of the game, it's like you beat the campaign on easy. And like, you'd have to play it on the higher levels to to get those, which I don't really care about achievements all that much or trophies, which is funny. I remember when they first became a thing, I was obsessed with them. Yeah. I think we all were. (laughs) I mean, like I, I don't play games to earn achievements, but I find like a satisfaction in like having goals in a game. You passed the test. So you knew about BD1? Come on board. We'll talk inside. My obsession with this game now, like now that I've I've, I've played the story, I've finished it, like I'm just getting all of the like databank stuff because the the world building, even though it's a, like the mechanics are fucking awful and and like the physics are so janky. Um the world building and like the actual Star Wars lore uh, is pretty cool and fun and engaging. Um, so that's where I've been like sort of d- dumping my time is like uh, finding all of the data banks and like clearing all the maps. Um, like there are some achievements that are like do this kind of fight thing to this certain enemy or whatever. Uh, and I do not give a shit. I will never get those things. Yeah. Hey, hold on yeah. for a second. Who's playing video games? Me. <laughs> well, you're, Is it loud? God, yeah, it's, it's it's killing me. I can't oh, believe okay. you would do that. You're playing video games while we're well, recording. I mean, come on. Well, whoever's we playing were... them loudly, Billy, because I assumed it was you. Well, no, fuck it... you. There's a cutscene on right now, uh-huh. so I'm not having to do anything. I'm just saying, both, both y'all, bo- nah, it's the button pressing. 
Like I can uh, hear, like I can hear all the buttons. I can hear pressing. it too, but I and it doesn't bother me. But when I heard it, I was like, "Poet's gonna say something." <laughs> yeah, because you, it doesn't bother you because you don't like, edit it. Because you don't have to edit it. I'm sorry, um, it's all right. We I'm, you, I, I thought it was Billy. I, you're fine, B. No, I knew you were thinking it was me. Um, Billy, quit playing your game so loud. I don't. I don't like. <laughs> Like the really, really difficult ones, like you know, those ones that'll be like, get six hundred thousand, you know, whatever oh, yeah. type stuff. I'm like, I don't. Like just, in one of my, in one of my, in my city sky skylines games, which I love, it has one of the dumbest achievements, which is like place fifteen prisons in a city. Like, there's literally no. Like, is the achievement called Welcome to America? No, I don't know what it's called. Politics. Um, uh, I don't know what the achievement's called. Thanks for derailing what I was talking about. Sorry, I thought I was fine. So why why is that an unachievable, uh, apart from it being ridiculous? It's not that it's unachievable, it's just it was, it's ridiculous, because there's no, there's no way... Like, benefit. There, yeah, there's no reason... And there's no realistically any in-game reason for you to build, I in, in my experience, more than one prison. Right. Let alone, you know, 15. So, like, it's literally an achievement you would just do. You would just build 15 prisons just to get the achievement and be done with it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care for those or... Honestly, I don't notice them... For the most, every now and then I'll look at like the list of what's available, and something might catch my eye, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's interesting. All right, I'll give that a shot." Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's rare. Normally, I, just, I don't even care. It depends. So, so if if I like the game and I really like the game, um, I'll sometimes uh, I'll then look at what achievements have I not got just on my regular playthrough. And if it, there's something, um, if I like the game enough, and I'm like, yeah, let me, I'm gonna try to get all these achievements. I'll, I'll do them. But f- for the most part, I whatever I get naturally is kind of like what I'm happy with. Yeah, I guess like that's kind of either like if I'm enjoying a game, I guess like if I'm engaged enough with the game that I just like play through and it's great. Uh, like for Assassin's Creed is a great example where like Origins, I haven't looked at any of the achievements at all. I think. Um, whereas this game, maybe like maybe it's a compulsion to like get the most out of the game as possible. Where like I didn't enjoy it, but I'm fixated on it, and I need something to do to make it so that the time I've put into it has been worthwhile. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So, do you like the story? Of the Star Wars game, or do you have problems with that as well? So, what um, is the story? Like, I, I don't really care about spoilers or anything because I don't know when I'll ever play this game. It might be a while, if ever. Yeah, so it basically it takes place like immediately, more or less immediately after Order sixty six, like like in the in the the like thick of the Clone Wars. Um, uh, your a Padawan whose master was killed and then he escaped to a garbage planet. Uh, 
and like kind of was hiding out for a while. You're like I think it's like five years after or after Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, but there's like a hundred flashbacks and like the yeah, it's but yeah, the, but, you, but you, the way you phrased it makes it sound like the game picks up right at Order sixty six. Uh, I've carried so much hate for you. It has it. Oh. So you, the game begins where you're like. You're on, like you said, on a garbage planet. It's like some years after the Clone Wars, and basically, um, the Inquisitors are out hunting people. And uh, and in the beginning of the game, you're forced out into the open, and as a Jedi, as a Jedi you're forced. In, you're revealed your ability, and then the Inquisitors start hunting for you, and then uh, you meet another Jedi and basically your whole, the whole story is you're trying to get this, uh, holocron that has all these force sensitive, it has a list of force sensitives. So basically you're trying to keep that out of the hands of the emperor and, uh, help in And essentially you think the goal is to, uh, uh, get these names so you can begin helping to rebuild the order. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what did you think of the story itself? Um, the story was fine. Uh, like, I don't know that I was outstandingly engaged. Um, yeah, like the story, the main character is a, fucking goob like Dude. i couldn't care i couldn't care less about it biggest goober of all time <laughs> it's funny too though like he uh i love like i i shamelessly love riverdale and the and the the guy who plays the the dude like the 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 main character in this game looks kind of like Archie from Riverdale, but he isn't Archie. And all I wanted was for them to have cast Archie instead of this fucking goob. Um, at, at least then there would have been like, like, like this guy's so earnest, but he's not good. Um, at least if it was Archie, he would have been like funny because it was so bad. Yeah, no, I would have preferred, ultimately, if they had given me a helmet so I didn't have to look at his dumb face. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> or I could have created my own character. Truthfully, I just wished I could create my own character. Yeah, totally. Um, ultimately, I was, the story was okay. Um, Did you finish it, Poet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I beat the game like three times, I think. Two or three times. Okay. Poet um, loves to hate things to death. Such hatred. You would have made an excellent Inquisitor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, because uh, I do like some of the, like, just be, you know, me, if I can run around with a lightsaber, I'll run around with a lightsaber. Like, I once I got the lightsaber mod on Skyrim, like, it was all I could do not to just play with lightsabers in Skyrim. Right. Um, so, so I played it a lot just because there's no other game 
that is going to play the right can play is like you and use a lightsaber. And so like, I especially liked the update where they added the ability to go into the training room and just like essentially do just like, you know, uh, like, um, waves of enemies where you could just fight enemies and shit like that. You didn't have to like do the, like go to the planets or whatever. I've been keeping count of traitors whom I've eliminated. Uh, I tried to, but, uh, I lost count. Maybe we'll both get recognized for our devotion to the Empire. So, like, I like that aspect of it. I did, I, you know, I really wish that it would have just been in a different time. I don't like um, them, I don't know, sort of shoehorning characters and into this timeline. Because um, it just leaves, like, more questions. Like, so where is this kid... During A right. New Hope, where's this kid during, you know, the time in between, uh, you know, like, where's this kid during the Mandalorian stuff? Where was this kid during the follow, uh, the, the, uh, the, the sequel trip? So, like, it just puts too many questions. And so, actually, when you get to the end, I missed, either missed or didn't trigger the button press when Vader reappears the second time. Okay. So when that event happened and he crushes, I don't know if you, if this, if you messed that part up, but like when he appeared the second time, the button press didn't happen. Right. So he grabs BD and fucking crushes BD right in front of me. And I'm like, Oh no. And then he fucking killed me. And I was like, Yo, are they legit about to end the game like that? Because if they would have ended the game with Darth Vader killing you, I would have I would have had zero problems with it, because that right. to me would have been the perfect ending for that game. Because it doesn't leave you this loose end of like, oh well, where is this guy for the rest of Star Wars history? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I realized, oh no, I just fucking like the button press never triggered. <laughs> So like then I was like, Ugh, all right, I'll do you know I'll do this ending. Um, so ultimately, like I would have preferred, uh, the game set in a different universe, a different character, one I had more customization over. Um, I mean, I guess if you like this the this style of game, it's fine. Um. I found the puzzles to be a bit tedious. Like you know, the whole game is tedious. Dude, <laughs> you know that one area where you're you like there's so there's this one part in the game, Brandon, that like literally almost made me quit the whole game because it's the one where you jumping on the you're on they're like three circular pillars and they're covered in vines and you got to jump from uh you got to jump from them and then you got to like and cross this gap on just jumping from the vines on those circular hanging pillars. And for like, for whatever reason, the, the big gap one that was in between, like where you would go from one side to the other, essentially it just, I never made the jump. It was just like, like it was like, it wouldn't accept that I'd like grabbed onto the vines. And I was like, I like, I was not hitting it so much. In fact that I was like, 
I'm you like this can't be the way you have to go. Like I must yeah, yeah, yeah. I must have missed something and I literally went and looked up a video and it's just like no, I'm like literally I'm doing everything in the video. Like there's no excuse. Like I literally was to the point where I was climbing to the highest point on the vines that you could get jumping so like I had the maximum and I still it still was just like no, you're not you're not catching these vines. Right. And then, like, one time, I just, it just randomly was like, oh, yeah, you got the vines this time. And I was just like, I fucking <laughs> hate this game so much right now. Um, yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't know that I had any problems with the puzzles, but, like, the physics that... are bad. Like, there's so many times, like, I, I early on when I was playing, I looked it up because I, I was like, oh, this must be, like, a new gen game that they just like ported to the older consoles. Cause I'm, I'm playing it on Xbox one and like, and it's like, no, this was made, this was developed for like the last gen, but it's like, I guess like it's really ambitious. Um, and, and it's, it's a really big game, but like there are times where I will like walk into an area and then follow, fall off the edge of the map because it hasn't loaded yet. And I'm like, this is a fucking triple A Star Wars game. Like the budget you had to build this game out had to have been huge. Uh, I shouldn't be falling off the map because it hasn't loaded yet. I didn't have that problem, uh, but I'm on a, I'm on a. Um, You're on an X, right? A Series X. E, no, I'm not on a Series X. I'm on like whatever the high-end Xbox One, the Xbox One X, or whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. I'm on a, yeah, One X, not a Series X. So, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't have those kind of problems um, with the game, but, like, yeah, I just, it wasn't my style of game, and I would have preferred a different setting on it. But also the, the, the navigation is, is, like, is oh, navigation. dude that kills me the maps were the worst in that game well i thought like once i unlocked double jump or something i'd be like oh maybe i can get around easier and it's like no no and the fact that like you have to like like you have to go like certain paths like yeah yeah exactly it's so obnoxious like i i'm stranded on kashik right now because i genuinely can't figure out where the fuck to go yeah like Uh, i've cleared this map I don't. I know. I know. I've gotten through it, but I have no. Dude, it took me forever to figure out like running around Kashyyyk. I hate that map. Um, <laughs> uh, but also, like, I don't love disliking things. Like, I, I, I do want to reiterate. I've enjoyed myself just in a very strange, masochistic way. Um, um, ultimately, I liked a little bit of the lightsaber customization. Like I liked how I liked being able to customize my lightsabers. I would have preferred better options on that. Um, I liked the customization on BD and the ship. I wish you would add better options for your main character because I found that I'm I honestly just played as like the default no tunic or no uh, no yeah. Uh, yeah there's like four outfits yeah. I basically played with the default one because to me it felt like kind of like you were Bespin Luke. Like in the, that's the only way I can really describe it. Um, whereas all the other ones just felt, 
I don't know. Like, I didn't never really like, I didn't really like much of the, what are the ponchos? I didn't like the ponchos. Ponchos, really. yeah, the yeah. ponchos are, are bananas. They're yeah. so bad. So, I, most of them are just trash. Some of them are like kind of cool. Like, I get it or whatever, but like, I don't know. Um, I I played like with the ugliest possible outfit through the whole game. Because oh, I did you? Was, I just thought it was funny. Yeah, like the yellow, the orange and yellow jumper. Um, and like just the, the, the bubblegum pink fucking poncho. Oh, That's it was great. Hilarious. Loved it. So fun. That's funny. Um, yeah, it was. I wish that game was a different game. Is honestly what I wish. But yeah, like at least I, now. Sorry, at least now the the EA no longer has a uh, an exclusive uh, deal with Star Wars games. So oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So like, there's yeah, definitely going to so be well. there's yeah. So basically, for the last ten years, EA's had an exclusive licensing deal with uh since disney bought sorry since disney bought star wars they've had an exclusive licensing deal to make the star wars games only them only they've made the games um just this uh uh just in the last month um they announced that uh a whole bunch of other people are making games um, EA is still going to make games for them because they're obviously going to do a sequel to this game. Um, and, but uh, the, they're yeah, they're doing a whole bunch of other studios are going to get a chance to do games. Thankfully, okay. because um, what is it with EA that seems like a lot of things that they, I'm not going to say everything they put out because you know that's pretty broad. But it seems like a lot of their products are are rushed. You know, like I hear a lot of complaints about EA games and like little issues and bugs and things like games not mm. seeming to be complete when they come out. I don't know. I never really thought about it. Because they're an evil corporation who only wants your money and doesn't care about actual game quality. Boom, I roasted you, EA Sports. <laughs> or I mean EA. It's in the game. It's in the game. It's in the game. <laughs> Dude, I and I fucking loved EA when I was growing up, dude. All, like all the Maddens, dude. I played all the Maddens, all the NBA lives, the fucking NCAA basketball games, the NCAA football games. I can't tell you how many times I heard it's in the game. Like I, I, I used to play them too, because especially because I had friends that really enjoyed them. And I mean, they're fun. Like I would never give anybody a hard time about the fact that they enjoy uh, sports games. What I don't understand, and this is a purely financial thing, why would you spend $60 every year on essentially the same game? Because they yeah. really don't make that much of an update. It like it takes a long time for those games to really change in any real way. Yeah. I think before I would say conditioning, but now um, it really doesn't make any sense. Well, I think it has. I think it has a lot to do with the teams, though, right? Like, like you want to be able to play a certain player or whatever who's just been recruited, or like I don't know how sports work, but like <laughs> I don't know how I, sports I, yeah, work. I guess yeah, but so. that can all be done in a very simple roster update where oh, for you, sure, where you could just yeah. do oh, new seasons coming out, like new seasonal DLC and Destiny. You're just like, oh, new season came out. Oh, these are the draft picks. Boom. 
They're yeah, not and, available and on your I'm football a, team. Normally, I'm not a fan of uh, of the concept, but you know, pay to play games. That seems like sports games would be a really good fit for that. You know. Yeah, totally. Pay for like I mean, this. Uh, play for for you know classic teams stuff like well, that. No, no, no. That's part of the problem, though. That is that that is um, why one of the biggest reasons um, loot boxes are such a problem in uh, Europe is because uh, of how they run um, FIFA. And how uh, how you purchase player cards, uh, and like uh, and the that's and that's one of the ways that like you do like you do you know like how you get like like you make the ultimate team like how you get the best Messier or whatever you know what I mean? It's because they sell you essentially virtual card packs and you open them up. And you get, quote unquote, the player's card, and then you can use that player on your team, right? And so, uh, the, the, the odds on, the odds on, the way they did that has basically, like, led, they had, I think they have to change a bunch of how they do that because of Europe and, uh, all the, like, changes they've made in the last year. Yeah, but DLC is not all like that. It would be easy to have, like, here's a DLC update for the new season. You know, loot boxes, I, I, I don't necessarily have a huge problem with DLC. I think that it's overdone. Like, there's a lot of things that should probably be included in the main game when it comes out and not you have to pay extra for it to come out a month later. Uh, but I do have a problem with loot boxes. I do think that those are ridiculous. That, you know, the whole, like, oh, uh Roll the dice. Maybe you'll get this thing. Maybe you won't. Who knows? No, right. just give me the thing. If I want it, give it to me. Like I'm paying yeah. for this product. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know that I've ever played. Like, uh, did Destiny ever have like loot box esque things? Um, no. What Destiny does is uh, that pisses gamers off in this regard is they put a bunch of content in the game that's then um, sort of hidden behind stuff. So some people feel like I paid for this game and this content, give it to me. Whereas Destiny is like, uh, no, if you want it, you have to jump through, you know, some uh, what can be incredibly difficult hurdles to get. Um, so like there was, uh, there was this one, there was this one particularly galvanizing event in the destiny community, black armory. There was this whole thing where you unlock these different forges and the way the community did it, um, uh, uh, when they came out, um, there was there was this race to to do this thing right and right there i can't remember exactly what it was but there was some problem um and they basically everybody trying to do this hit a wall and couldn't get past this one thing and i can't remember if there was 
a technical issue that Bungie had to fix. Um, but something held up essentially the last um, forge and the community members of the community got so enraged that Bungie just unlocked the forges for everybody, despite the fact that um, it hadn't actually been unlocked by anybody in the game. Right. And so that's been an ongoing issue inside destiny is they do these things and then uh, that are meant to be puzzle based community based events and you know, half the community or more is really into it. And then there's just those people are like, fuck you, give me what I paid for. And so um, I come down on the, on the side of the community. I like that there are these events that the community gets to partake in to sort of um, experience together to unlock for everybody to to do or whatever. Um, But by that same token, there are also things in the game that I can't get because the the ability to get them like it's just incredibly hard to do like there was this there was this one gun that um that like when so when the game came out or when this gun came out you could only you had to wait for a certain public event to happen in this one area on IO when that when that one type of public event happened, an enemy would spawn somewhere on the map. You had to find that enemy and kill him. Once you killed that enemy, a portal opened up. What, and then you could go into that portal. Once you went into that portal, that started a 20-minute um, countdown. And basically, you were launched into a... It took you to a whole different part of IO and then you basically had to figure out um you had to figure out what to do. And um and basically you had to go through this whole thing uh a kind of like a maze inside of IO uh and then Included inside of that maze are some of the most insane sort of jumping puzzles. And and then you get to the end of this area of the jumping puzzles. And there are essentially three rooms that you have to clear out to get to the boss room. And there are like three bosses in there that you've got to kill. And you got to do all that in like 20 minutes. Otherwise, and if you die, you like, if no, if you die, you can keep doing it, but you have to, you got, you have 20 minutes to essentially complete the task or you don't, or you have to start over. And what's, what's crazy is if, if you go back and you look at YouTube videos in relation to this quest, the older videos the walkthrough on how you get to the end is different because like, like there were so many different, like, I don't even know how to explain it. So like, 
there you came into this room, right? You come into this room and and it's basically a, a room with a, essentially four walls. And they figured out that on the walls are these little tiny precipice precipices with grass on them. And essentially you have to work your way around jumping to these little tiny ledges that you can barely see and you work your way up to this different part of the map and then you can c- continue on your journey right it's an it's an, right. it's insane um cut to somebody figured out like basically what happened is you you work your way up top and then you go over to this one thing and then basically you work your way back down and somebody figured out when you walk in the room where you where they did all these jumping to these little precipices to get to the next stage, somebody was just like they they didn't do that. They just looked around the room, and basically when you walk in the room, if you take like a hard right underneath the ramp that you walked in, is a hole in the ground, and you drop down that hole. And if you go one way, it just appears like it's a dead end and there's nothing there. But if you go to the this other way. It take it completely bypasses this whole section that people had went through originally. So like, so like, I would be so annoying. Yeah, so like, it's like insane. So like, for you to for you to figure this for somebody to figure that out, like it took like the whole community doing it over and over and over and over and over again, um, to like find the fastest route just to get to the enemies. So that you can kill him, uh, and get this gun, because then you had to do it over again to get the, I think, to get the catalyst for it. Right. So like, which is a whole other thing. Too. Yeah, which is a whole other thing, and it's like one of the best snipers in the game. So it's like, it it like I like having that content in there, but I also don't like that because it's not something I can do on my own because I'm not like. I'm not like one of those super destiny players that's just going to go in there and wreck everything and walk out. And like, uh, like I would play with Matt and I would literally get to the end and be ready to fight the people. And then I couldn't do anything because Matt couldn't get through the jumping puzzle. So like I would get there and I would have like 12 minutes to clear out three rooms of enemies and then get to the boss fight. And then I'd sit there for 12 minutes while Matt just died over and over and over right. again. So like that, I mean like, and that's no fun. Like it's fun. Like, you know, it's fun the first time you're like, Oh man, this is cool. Let's try to do it. And then like, all right, we got close. Let's try it again. But then by the third or fourth time when you're, ju- it just becomes frustrating. And it's not fun. And, and I never got that gun. And- uh, yeah, that's kind of, that reminds me of, um, uh, Guild Wars 2 a little bit, which I was super into when it first came out, where, like, a big crux of that game was the, like, jumping puzzle, uh, jumping puzzle element, and it didn't, like, it didn't, like, prevent you from enjoying things, but there were, like, a huge part of the game was, like, the exploration, and if you were, like, trying to show your friends, um, who were new to the game, like, a certain thing... Uh, and they just couldn't, you know, get up a tree or whatever. Um, it's like, oh, I guess you're just never gonna get to this this like section. Um, 
like it, that's something about games. I mean, this is a total huge tangent, but uh, something I really enjoy about a lot of contemporary games is like the like recognizing that accessibility is more than like 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 if you are able to add components to your game that let people enjoy it to the fullest even if they can't do a certain thing or uh like it's 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 really valuable and it doesn't mean that the game or or the experience is like less like less legitimate or good a, a beautiful example i don't know if either of you have played this game but there's a game called celeste it's a it's a platformer uh, it's beautiful yeah, I've heard um, it's very good, but I haven't played it. It's super, super good. But they have this, like, easy mode, essentially, where, like, y- you can, like, toggle a-, a million different sort of, like, character parameters that would otherwise, like, be really difficult. So, like, the game uh, involves a lot of, like, wall jumping, and, like, uh, you-, you eventually get this, like, um dash thing that lets you like move across the map and so it's this sort of twitchy type game where you need to like to get through a certain map or a certain level you need to like your hands to move in a very certain specific like pattern of motion um but you can like toggle this easy mode where you can like give yourself like an infinite wall grab where like you don't have to like you don't slide down the wall when you touch the wall. You just cling to it. Or, like, you give yourself, like, infinite dashes instead of, like, one. Um, and you can toggle as many or as few of those on or off as you want. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't reduce the, like... It doesn't, it doesn't make the story null or moot. It just, like, makes the game easier to play if you have a hard time, like, fucking, you know, pressing the left button at a certain point or whatever. Like it's, I love that games are, that game developers are being like attentive to that. It's so great. So when there's like games where, you know, you have to like be able to see a certain point on the map that, you know, you have to jump to and you have to like press a certain button at at a certain time to get to it. Um, And that just becomes a, 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 an, profoundly inaccessible aspect of the game for some players like that sucks like why would anyone want to play that well i mean that's what happened with me with the first assassin's creed uh i mean i couldn't do that one jump and the fact that they put that ledge there where you just kept falling to your death over and over again like if they had literally just had like i just leapt to the ground and i could try a million times without reloading i probably would have played every assassin's creed game that ever came out but because yeah. they they had that one design flaw, it was just like I never picked up a game until uh, Valhalla. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh my God, you guys! <laughs> I'm sorry, I got ridiculousness on in the background, and I just looked over, and it's this little kid, and he's at like some store, and there's this like um. I don't know what the fuck this is. It, it's almost like a, an it uh, Jack in the Box, and it's like uh-huh. so. It's got like the clown's face, uh, and it looks like there's a hand kind of reaching out of the sewer, and the kid goes to like reach out, and that hand jumps out and grabs him. <laughs> oh 
guess. It just scared me as much as it scared that little baby. <laughs> oh man, that was some good shit. Um, I that I this reminds me. I played a game this morning and immediately thought of you, Brandon. And I think uh, you need to play it because I feel like it's a game that will speak to you on a spiritual. A, an emotional, you'll have a very visceral reaction to okay. this game. It's Tetris Connected. Tetris Connected? Yeah, it's, okay. new, it's new on Game Pass. It's, it's just Tetris. But it is, um, it's got a, like, I don't even know how to describe to it. Like, it's a different version of Texas. Like, it has basic, it's basic Tetris, right? Yeah. But then it has some other thing that you can do where, like, if you do, like, you can trigger some, like, a, like, other version of Tetris in the middle of your Tetris. I don't know. I was just playing basic Tetris. But it, Tetris it, experience or whatever? Or the, the Tetris effect? Is that what you mean? No. Tetris. It's on Game Pass. It just hit Game yeah. Pass. Because uh, Tetris effect came out a little while ago. Uh, and it's great. It's beautiful. I love it a lot. Yeah, maybe this uh, is is it. So I all, all I played was the first and second level, and the first one was like underwater sea shit. And it like yeah, as like as you kept going, like the vibe, like 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 I was just playing, and it was like just whatever. And then all of a sudden, I started doing good, and like the beat kicked in, and I was like, oh yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. I was like, hold on. Like I felt like I, I needed. I felt like I needed to take an, uh, 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 some Molly or something. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I got, I got, I got stoned and played that game and was like completely overwhelmed with just the fact that like the game, like the beat, the rhythm of the game, like would adapt to like how fast you were playing. Like as you put pieces down, it would like add to the beat of the. It was fucking wild. It's yeah. such a good game. Yeah. All right, um, so you play. We, I think we could be, we could play that one together. So we might have to do that sometime. Yeah, totally. I don't have Game Pass anymore, but I'll play. Oh, it. okay. Uh, I'll get it again. Soon. Dude, that Game Pass um, is like I, it hooked me. Well, so it was originally originally came out for PlayStation. What's what is it? What, what are we on now? Seventeen. Five? Oh, you're making a joke. Nice one. Uh, it came up for like the last gen PlayStation, but mm, it, was, okay. it was a, it was a release on the PlayStation VR. Um, oh, that I was bet. like, that was like, I the bet that point. game is fucking nuts in VR. Yeah. So that was the whole thing was like, it, it's like this VR super intense, uh, um, yeah, like Tetris experience. And I have never wanted to play something so badly than that game in VR. Holy shit. Man. Uh, I can see it. The only game I've really wanted to play in VR is Skyrim, and it's also the only game I don't want to play in VR because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive just walking through the wilderness the first time a frost spider reared up and hissed at me, I would turn and look and then go, (gasps) 
and that would be my that would be the end of my life. You'd just see my <laughs> ghost, you'd just see my ghost rising up from my dead body, like ah, <laughs> Looney <Yeah>. Tune style. <laughs> For sure, 100%. I don't really have any games that I want to play in VR, but I do want to make Liz play Resident Evil Seven in VR because I think it would yeah. Yeah, Why totally. don't you want to play that one in VR? Because it'd be fucking scary. That game is terrible. Oh. <laughs> I speaking of Resident Evil, I want you to know I did look at um the Resident Evil game. That I played that one on the original PlayStation. Dude, that I there's no way I'll play that game again. Uh, because I knew you, it's the controls, right? Dude dude, yeah, it's just like yeah, it's not No, it's so it's actually that's what I've been playing while we've been sitting here. Uh, Is that first one? Yeah, because I've played it. I've played it before, so I'm like just kind of going around doing stuff since I know. I had seven for the PC, but it ate uh, nine. But I, <laughs> but I never played it. Um, and then it came up for Game Pass, and I started playing it, and it was too spooky. Um, uh, so, I think I've played yeah, most stuff. of them point for any for the more modern systems anyway uh i oh by the way poet do you know that they've confirmed the actual height of vampire lady dude yes i've been seeing the articles all week about that and it's been cracking me up what is <laughs> what she, 10 height? feet 10 feet she's uh it's nine feet six inches i think that's a big bitch she's big uh they and then like Somebody made a meme too, where they were talking about like the detail that they put into her, because uh, they were like, I mean, I'm horny, but these guys at Capcom are like horny, horny, because like the detail they put on her cleavage is very detailed. Yeah, really. I wouldn't have noticed personally if they hadn't zoomed. They hadn't zoomed into their, her ten foot breasts. Damn! Look at them titties. I just like that that. Uh, clear Twitter is just like completely obsessed with her. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She like represents She's everything up everywhere. Like, That's on awesome. TikTok, I've, I've seen her, uh, <laughs> and I get it. I mean, you guys probably guessed from my wife, but kind of like him tall. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, that, that I'm really excited scary. for that game. Yeah. The thing is, love- like. Uh, well, the thing is, is, is like, I, I think w- what you said, Billy, like, uh, I, I really enjoy the Resident Evil games and I enjoy spooky games a lot, but the gameplay of it, like, it kind of distracts me. Not that the gameplay of seven was bad or anything, but like, if the game is too spooky, uh, I'm not gonna like, like, and I'm also bad at it. I don't want to have to like continue to replay a certain section because I'm shitty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and all, again, it always, for me, it goes back to whether or not I'm enjoying like the story in the game. And I feel yeah. like a lot, at least the horror games that I've played, because I feel like I've been playing a lot of horror games in the last couple of years now, uh, they tend to put quite a bit into the story. Uh, you know, at the very least, like there's something going on with the plot of whatever creature or scary thing is going on, and you kind of want to know right. about it, even if it is terrifying you. 
uh, and Resident Evil is cheesy as it can get, and honestly, it's not nearly as cheesy as it used to be. Not nearly as cheesy as those awful movies are. Uh, it's they still put a lot of into the into the storylines. Like I'm, I honestly don't know for sure what's going on with eight, and I really want to know because uh, you're playing the same guy as from seven, and he's not like government agent or anything. Like, why is he involved in this kind of thing again? Yeah. I'm very yeah, I don't, interested. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. I, yeah, I I'm not sure that I'll play it, but uh, I'll certainly watch it. Um, Billy, have you played uh, what's that? What's that horror game where you where you're like on a team of people? Um, Dead Left, by Daylight. Left for, Left for Dead. No. Wait, the online game. Yeah. Have yeah, you played that one a lot? yeah, a little bit. Do you Not enjoy it? Yeah, it's fun. I honestly need to. I, I don't since I don't really play multiplayer a ton. Like, you know, every now and then I get into this mood where I want to play multiplayer games. Uh, next time I do, I probably should play that because I actually have it. Uh, I got the a physical copy of it from my mom for Christmas actually, which has like some of the expansion stuff. So I need to get on that. Oh, nice. Because it is fun. I, I, I did play a lot of Friday the 13th, which is sort of similar style. Yeah. Like, the gameplay is different, because uh, the goals are different. But it's basically, you know, one monster versus everybody. <laughs> yeah, I so I've only played um, uh, Friday the 13th. I have friends who play, the, who play Dead by Daylight. Um, yeah, like, it seems cool. I just haven't... I think you like you need a group of people to play that with. Yeah, um, I think so too, and that's why I've only played it a couple of times because it is, and that's also why I don't really like playing online that much, you know, unless I'm playing with like poet and everybody. Because I mean, either like get put in with people that don't say anything, like they're off maybe doing what we usually do, talking at a party with other people that they already know, or. Right you end up with people that are just terrible. And I don't mean at the game. I don't care about that. I mean, they're just people that you don't want to be around. Garbage people? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. that's basically what I'm afraid of constantly. <laughs> like, I remember I had uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I have that on the PlayStation. And I had it installed for a while because every now and then it'd be, it's one of those things where it would be really easy to just jump into a game and play for a minute. It didn't really matter if you knew anybody. Just, just do it. Uh, and... <laughs> the last time I played it, I don't know, I just, I ended up getting stuck with these guys, and they were talking, and they were just, like, the the most stereotypical, like, teenage boys, uh, and the way that they were talking, and the shit that they were giving me, because, of course, I wasn't as good as they were. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> talking, I just muted my mic, because I didn't want to deal with it. Uh, and I was, I, as soon as that game was over, I uninstalled the game, I was like, I don't want to play this for a long time. <laughs> Uh, like those, I mean, they're, it's, it's funny. Cause you know, we met, we all met each other online. Uh, and I think that was great. You know, we've got great friendships out of our online friends, but it's, there's some like, especially in gaming, those communities, some of those people are just so terrible. Like, I'm like yeah, totally. Like, yep. Uh, I don't have the patience for it. You know me, I hate playing online with people. Yeah, yeah, you do. 
which is weird because you always invite me to play, and I'm like, you're just going to yell at me. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd like to I'm yell at you it. when we're not recording it. So, so there's no evidence? <laughs> <laughs> like we have an abusive friendship? Uh, like, no, no, I really have. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Gotta wait for TMZ uh, to drop some kind of leaked audio they got from us. <laughs> We'd just be like, that wasn't leaked. That was episode four. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm poet. I'm Billy. <laughs> I'm B. I guess that's it. Good night. Bye. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! I'm getting chilly. Anyone else chilly? Chilly troopers don't get named Stormtrooper of the Year, 7173. So you're not chilly.